Hello everyone. Before we get started on this week's episode, just a quick word that YouTube in all its infinite wisdom has decided that some of the Die Party games are now not suitable for advertising. It doesn't mean a whole lot for the content. I'm not going to censor the videos in any way. But if you'd like to lend your support so that Die Party can continue to grow, please check out the Patreon or subscribe on the Twitch channel. Enjoy the episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dying Party LA at Night, a weekly Vampire the Masquerade role-playing game. I apologize, I completely fucked up the time. I woke up at my, the normal role-playing time instead of the new one, which is two hours earlier. So we're probably only going to get a short episode out today. And I'm also missing the opportunity for Brian to actually have internet and power. So... That's on me. I apologize. But let's go around and introduce who, whom we have hurricane-free and undead, I guess, this week. Uh, Mr. Tuesday Gray, what up? How you doing? Welcome back. Thank you. I am undead, um, and I play an undead character uh, whose name is Lavin, and she's a former club kid. And she actually has a club of her own now that at some point we'll go refocus on and, and watch it. Uh, change ownership basically and, and change identities um, tonight I'll let Wreckage say what we're going to do there was there was mention of an alternative uh, thing since we don't have Scooty who is actually in uh, in a little bit of um, the storm path so he, he lost power mm-hmm. um, but maybe if he gains it we'll, um, we'll see him back oh, but thanks dude, for joining if, he, if he comes back with superpowers that's going to be interesting <laughs> <laughs> super storm oh if this hurricane ends up giving people superpowers that's going to be a real problem considering it mostly <laughs> hit florida <laughs> <laughs> florida man oh, with superpowers that's yeah. not good <laughs> um up next we have mr tux Thomas. what up hey everybody tux i'm here uh i'm ready for some role playing uh hope you all are good and uh, yeah, let's see what we have in store for tonight. Mm-hmm. And lastly, we have our storyteller, Mr. Dr. Wreckage. What up? Uh, very succinct. Very good. Uh, because we are going to be tight on time since several of us planned to be done in two hours. Maybe we'll go, uh, we'll play it by ear. Um, I had a thing prepared in case Sputnik couldn't make it because of the hurricane anyway. So we're going to do that thing instead of uh, like LA at night proper. Um, but also because of the time crunch, um, we're sort of going to, we're going to play it loose. We're probably not going to do much rolling. I'm going to mostly just call what out what happens to save us time, especially because what we're about to do is uh, going to be a little complicated. So let's get right into it. Um just as a preamble, last week, you guys made it away from the Sin Eaters, mm-hmm. um, having never learned that they are Sin Eaters. Mm-hmm. You reported back to the uh, a, a couple of barons who could show up last minute um, at a meeting. Uh, and the general consensus was, this is you know, an unknown that we don't want to risk our lives on. Um, mm-hmm. 
except for Amethyst, who was very pissed. And Maria did a very, uh, she tried very wholeheartedly to make sure Amethyst wasn't going off to go fight the Sin Eaters alone. Um, and then Amethyst went off and fought the Sin Eaters alone. <laughs> um, that was the, the final shot of the, of the night. Um, so, um, everybody roll me a 1d10. Okay. Oh, oh dear. Is this how many vampires we kill? Because we're playing no. hunters. Tux. Yeah. You go first because okay. you won the 1d10. Okay. Roll me a 1d7. Okay. Hey. Seven. Okay. Ed. Number bigger numbers aren't better here. Just you know, they're just different numbers. You don't know that. I do know yeah. that. You don't know me. <laughs> what are we playing? Uh, now, please roll me one d ten twice. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, two and one. No, that's fine. Um. All right. Uh. Let's see what happens to little old me. Yep. Now I need uh, Dave, who came in second, to roll a seven, a 1d7. Three. And now I need you to roll 1d10 twice. Eighteen. Ten and eight. It's not the total that matters here. It's the girth, I understand. <laughs> and, oh, that's a shame. Well, no, that would have made it weird if, if that was true. Okay, and finally, Tuesday, I need you to roll a 1d7. Six. Ooh, spicy. And I need you to roll a uh, D10 twice. Three and six. Uh, so. Ooh. Uh, oh. Ooh. Oh. Ah. Ooh. Okay. I need you to re-roll the three. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Boop. Let's just save ourselves some headache there. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Five, so six and seven. Three was bad, guys. Three was bad. <laughs> this is my, when the GM does these secret table things. They're just like, ha ha, this is the best. But really, they just like, I just made them roll random things, and I just have this. No, thing. no, no. This is. <laughs> it'll actually be very, very clear what's happening here. Um. So, uh. Now I need each of you to name a character, like a new character. N Ooh. Give them a name. Uh, okay. Hmm. Uh, out of curiosity, how important is this name? Uh, it's a real person that you're going to play for the next three hours and might come up again later on in L.A. at night. Okay. Can I, I might 
Uh, okay. Hmm. You can generate it if you need to. If you need to generate it. Uh, all right. I'll just, I'll just go with. Uh, his name is William, but everyone calls him Bill. Okay. Perfect. Um. Okay. I'm just gonna paste mine. Bam. Kel. Kel Luckley. Uh, Finn McKinley. Finn McKinley. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you want to earn extra credit points, change your name and roll 20. Huh. So, um, Bill, Kel, and Finn. You are three Sin Eaters who weren't there that night. Okay. Uh, oh, man. Tux, you have the power of Grave Dirt and Cold Wind Shroud. Okay. Dave, you have Stillness and Primeval Curse. What? And, the, and, what? <laughs> okay. Yep. And right. Tuesday, you have Passion and Phantasmal Rage. You had to reroll the three because three for Rage is the one that magically lights people on fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so... Uh, ra- rage is like the attacking one, so good job. <laughs> oh, and sweet. passion, passion is attacking people's emotions, and yes. phantasmal is ghost stuff, if I remember correctly, right? In the Zoom call, there's a link to our old die party, uh, Sin Eaters Google website, Ooh. which has the powers on it. This Damn. page is the uh, powers. The site you may only may contain adult content only suitable for adults. Oh my god, Ooh. I forgot about the dick book. <laughs> right. So, um, spicy. Uh, reference your powers in case it's not obvious. Uh, you rolled one d seven to see which power you had, and then two d tens to see which two keys you had. Um, which is, in general, how the actual game worked too. Where are without the powers on this thing, I forgot. Uh, it brought you right to the manifestation page. Then you click the sub pages for the individual manifestation. So, oh, is my power grave dirt boneyard? Uh, you have grave dirt. shroud. Yeah, the shroud. Yeah. So first page is boneyard, then the call, then the curse, then the marionette, then the oracle, then the rage, then the shroud. I have... So mine is the rage, and I have passion in phantasmal. Oh, okay. uh, which grave dirt is it? It's the uh, cold wind, and um... so are you on the shroud sub page? Yeah. Okay, so you have the cold wind shroud and the grave dirt shroud. Oh, okay. Grave dirt, grave dirt's great, man. Yeah, grave. Uh, do you know the guy who turned to stone in the fight? Sure. You have the same power as him. Yeah. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. But you also have the cold wind one, which is also cool. Make wind around you and shit. It's cool. Um, the specifics of these powers, they're gonna come up. Um, so you know, have them ready. Um, but we're going to come right up on the, the, the thing now that we've named our characters, we're all ready. Uh, Bill, Kel and Finn, uh, last night, 
completely unexpectedly, uh, some vampires invaded your territory. Those assholes. You don't know the specifics, except for six of you lost a life. Well, might as well complete the set. Um, <laughs> Packed the room? One of whom could ill afford to lose a life and may not wake up again. Um, for the benefit of Tux and Tuesday, who haven't played Sin Eaters before, uh, Sin Eaters have X number of lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they die, they are shrouded in um, ectoplasm, basically. And the ectoplasm heals their body and they wake up hours or days later. Okay. Uh, uh, if you run out of lives, you may not wake up. You may actually achieve real death. Um, you also will die naturally of old age, which is shitty. So can't, yeah. <laughs> can't, just, can't just play it safe and... Uh, um, play to the end of the game, also, so to speak. Isn't isn't like it? There's there's no like tangible number on it, but like it's mostly when you die too many times, you lose. Um, you start to desync with your geist. Yeah, you desync with your geist. Yeah. Speaking of geists, um, the three of you, not to get into too much detail, each have a ghost that follows you around like a shadow. I know what mine uh, is already. Basically. Tell us. Uh, but, so my power is the power of hexing people. Um, so I want to go with an old cauldron witch. All right. So uh, Bill is always followed around by like a almost stereotypical witch who stirs a cauldron and uh, and that sort of thing. So um, because we're short on time, I'm not going to put you guys on the spot to tell me what your geists look like. Um, if in the course of the night you have your inspiration and want to tell me what your ghost looks like, uh, Tux? Um, mine is a silent movie actor uh, who is animated as if they were in a silent movie. And whenever they talk, a small box appears behind them and says what they are saying. That's so good! <laughs> That's so good for a senior guys. You didn't even know you were going to do this. Um, uh, that's... That's perfect. Um, <laughs> so that's right. that's what you. Um, maybe I didn't post that correctly. Let me just see if I can. You super didn't. Okay. Um, are you gonna post the uh, the big the big art? Yeah. So if you want to get a basic idea of what a geist will sort of look like, um, take a look at the, that picture here. This is from the Sinita crew that we had, and what their geist sort of look like, leaning over their shoulders and stuff like that. Cool. Uh, yeah, so you had an excellent one, um, without even knowing what they were. I'm very proud. Um, uh, Tuesday, as, as you were, just take your time. If you have an most shot of inspiration during the night. Um, how about just the floating head of David Bowie? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that means, that means you would have, that means you would have had to die like after David Bowie passed away. Well, well like, guys, how like... guys work are a little squiffy, but 
I would probably say no to that if this was Sin Eater's character creation and right. we were seriously doing Sin Eater's, but in this, it's the severed floating head of David Bowie. Yeah. I'm going to say instead of, like, blood dripping out of uh, his neck hole, it's, like, 80s star matter. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, just, like, um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and all he all right. says is lines from his songs. Like, he, he can't actually talk properly. Right. He's just in Of course. Last night, a, 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 apparently a whole cadre of vampires invaded your territory, and that's a very big deal because you are a crew of Sin Eaters. You're actually a conspiracy of Sin Eaters because there's more than 20 of you. Um, and Oof. your conspiracy of Sin Eaters has lived in Inglewood, Inglewood, since Native American times. Ugh. This graveyard is a sacred burial site. No. Um, it's, <laughs> it goes beyond culture and uh, like individuals who are buried. What's really important is this incredibly sacred cenote uh, that's underneath the burial site that the vampires literally ran through with their muddy shitty evil vampire crap and got blood in it and all sorts of shit um the only job of your conspiracy of sin eaters is to protect this sacred land in exchange you get incredible sin eater powers and your conspiracy has been going for like i said generations it has always acclimated as things change because the only thing that's important is to keep mortals and other supernaturals out of this sacred space and last night somehow there was a catastrophic failure of that duty oh we fucked them up hard then. Maybe, we should, maybe they should put up a sign oh, <laughs> there was no sign there was no sign <clears throat> Pretty sure there was a golden retriever in here as well that managed to walk through what we were protecting. <laughs> Maybe you don't. even peed in there. <laughs> in the water. There is an old, um, you know, you've seen it as the other characters, facility um, designed to guard this secret, uh, this sacred sent out. Um, and it's been modernized over time. Um, you know, every once in a while, a group of seniors gets a kick and decides to build it up but it's never had housing for the full group um so people sort of take turns living here as a rotation you know to staff it um and when there is an incursion by a supernatural or say maybe you know the city hall or something is like we're going to tear down inglewood cemetery and park or something like then there's a call to arms like now is the time to actually do work in defending this place. Uh, and you've all received the, uh, the summons, which no cell phones yet, but you can get literal ghost ravens delivering you um, nice. ghost messages that say the details of what happened and come in tonight. Like we have had this serious breach. Um, Hold up, my so, page is going off. Um, <laughs> so, so preamble me a little bit. I mean, you don't have to go too deep into your own uh, brief 
one shot characters, but like, what were you doing with your, like, cause sin eaters importantly still live the lives of mortals. Mm-hmm. They still have a job. Usually they still have some means of paying for themselves because they still need to eat and clothe and do all the normal things that vampires don't have to do anymore or that like werewolves don't have to do anymore. So sin eaters are the one supernatural that maintains the facade of a normal life. So tell me about what you were off doing that you've been recalled from. Were you just taking a, like a brief stay at your apartment or do you have this thing that you are into? Um, so, uh, Basically, I work for the RSPCA, um, and this is this is a very recent job for for Bill. Um, what he does, though, is he takes it upon himself to to vigilante hunt down the people that abused animals that he rescues with his ghost powers. After like after he finds out about him, he's like, "You motherfucker!" Yep. Um, so you're like, you know, you're like Daredevil, but for puppies. So, you know, it depends on what they did. Like if, if they abandoned the dog or whatever, then he'll 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 give them etern- a minor curse. At eternally like a fucking like people will just no longer recognize him or pay attention to him. Like like the stillness hex is fucking disgusting, can I just say? Like literally you hex someone and they uh depending on how long you fucking torment them for, but like they basically just become completely un like uninteresting to everyone else in the entire world. Like no one pays attention to them, no one notices them anymore. Like they could walk through an entire crowd and people could bump into them and they wouldn't notice them. Like that they just become like they just fall out of the world basically. And the, the ultimate the ultimate level of the stillness curse is they lose the ability to communicate in any meaningful way. Yeah. Like oh, you shadow ban them? Yeah. You basically. can't you shadow ban them from reality. They can't speak, they can't write or draw, they can't do like Morse code. They lose the ability to communicate. And if the animal was abused, I generally like they they generally made a grisly end by you know, pests and uh birds and stuff like that. Like um Generally, I'll send, a, I'll summon a legion of rats on them to chew on their feet at night and that sort of stuff, and give their their life fucking hell through the the course of animal, um, you know, abuse on them. Um, so, like, I I'm a very vindictive, vengeful motherfucker, I guess. So, um, you have the curse power. Yeah, it writes itself. It writes itself. Um, so. So yeah, you coming in from working at the RS uh, CPA, mm. um, RSPCA, like yeah. RSPCA. Mm. It's 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 a long or whatever acronym. they call it in America. So it is the yes. exact same. The thing. ASPCA, is? right? Okay. Oh, is, yeah. is it? The I've ASPCA? always heard, I've always heard it with an R. So maybe I'm just oh, hearing wow. about the 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 European one. It doesn't matter. He's just finished working for the Society for the Protection of the Cruelty of the Animal. No, the Society of <laughs> Protecting Animals from Cruelty, not protecting <laughs> the ability to perform cruelty on animals. Oh, my God. Um, uh, all right, so, good. so it stands we for the Royal Society of Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Right. So there is an ASPCA. Got it. Um, the American one. So you're coming in from that. Basically, you know exactly what the deal is. Show up tonight at the mausoleum. Like, there's going to be a huge meeting, probably a seance. Um, 
and like a like this is the this is the plan going forward this is our response like this is how like this is what we there there may be like a a purifying ceremony there may be a very extensive purifying ceremony like something that takes months or years um but like it's time to get to work boots on the ground this is why you have your power um is yeah. to protect this god my curse powers are the literal worst against them <laughs> I guess I could, I could stillness curse them forever, maybe, and they're undeath. They're just completely ignored by everyone. I mean, stillness curse coupled with being immortal is pretty fucked up. Like, yeah, I guess that is. Yeah. Um. I mean, I wouldn't even live long enough to see how effective that curse is. <laughs> but also, primeval curse can summon animals to fight them, so it's not that bad. Yeah. Like it, it, it'll be, it'll be a thing. How many dot? Um, Sydney, does you think we would realistically? Fox. Tell me about Finn. What was he off doing? Uh, Finn is a jazz singer. Nice. Uh, off doing jazz singing in various jazz singing clubs around uh, LA. All right. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, has received the call and now must miss miss a show. Tux, this is this is this is relevant. Okay. As a performer in sure. nightclubs in LA uh-huh. and as a sin eater, you see vampires come in all the time and you can see them immediately because in a crowd of people that are alive, somebody walks in that you know is a corpse. Yep. Uh, oh. So that's a power of sin eaters. So vampires come in all the time. In fact, you've worked in clubs that you're quite certain are owned by vampires. Um, Probably a majority so, of them would be owned by vampires, right? So, well, you know, it's it's anarch territory, so not everything is owned by vampires. Sure. Some things are. Um, mostly, they just come in and have a good time, and because you're paying attention to them, you see them feed. Um, so you know that they are at least somewhat like Hollywood vampires. That is to say they drink blood. Um, So, you know, a little bit about them, Uh, but now it's time to come into the mausoleum because, Hey, those vampire things, apparently a whole cadre uh, broke in to Inglewood. It's the technical term. Yeah. Um, At least if you, you guys think is the uh, technical term of a group of vampires. Um, (laughs) <laughs> you love the idea of a bunch of us just standing around pretending we know everything and just using the wrong words and just saying completely wrong things <laughs> that may be the bit that I'm going for tonight thank you um, as far Cal. as I know they can only feed out of necks so as long as you cover your neck you're fine uh, Kel so Kel is just somewhere uh, shy of 30 and is pursuing her master's in psychology so she's fresh out of um, an exam and this ties in a little bit with her uh passion skill so she's kind of just um uses <laughs> so <laughs> passion is to force people into things so i really love the idea that you're like a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how does that make you I feel dig into their memories angry and, uh, you just and like <laughs> <use that. laughs> angry of course it makes you feel angry 
you just make all of your patients feel the desire to get better. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like you know when I came, I wasn't so like my wife made me come, but I really want to quit smoking now. It's like do this. Yeah, like I don't, I just don't even know why. It's like you're so good, doctor. But then the second he leaves, he's like, I don't actually really want to quit. I guess I have to talk to her again. I have to schedule another appointment. I better go back there and pay her another hundred bucks. Yeah. It, it uh great if only they knew that there was a severed screaming david bowie head tr- sprinkling <laughs> stardust in the background the whole time in the meeting they'd probably <laughs> not be as uh keen uh, yeah Weird, yeah <laughs> uh so uh you guys very conveniently to the plot and expedience all show up at the mausoleum at the same time Mm-hmm. Um, you are aware of each other, but it is a 20 plus Sin Eater, uh, conspiracy. So like in the same way that everybody who works on the same floor of an office building is aware of each other, like you're not necessarily like really tight buddies. Like mm-hmm. you still know each other and you know what you do and you know your powers in the same way that you know that Bob from accounting, you know, handles the, uh, you know, the siebel and gross fund or whatever like you know what they do but um maybe but maybe you are friends you know that's up to you guys um you walk into the mausoleum same as always um you go up to the secret door um you open the secret door you head downstairs um You recognize, uh, because it's clear as day, um, that several uh, wards have been put into place, um, which, uh, for the sake of, uh, again, expedience, they're like magical landmines. They are complicated and don't last very long. So this is definitely like a temporary measure. They're not always in place. this is in case there's like another immediate eva- invasion. Um, the uh, first notable thing is that as you come into the sort of rec room, there's just blood everywhere. Hmm. Um, Riley, who is um, sort of the sheepish scaredy cat who happens to also be able to uh, disappear um, has sort of like a 1950s uh, gown, rubber gloves, sponge and bucket. And he's like sitting there scrubbing um, on a spot of blood that is, it's not coming out. Like it's it, you know, he's got a couple of cleaners around like a vinegar or something and like a bleach. And it's like, it's just, it's not coming out. Um, Several of the walls are just stone, and blood on stone is, you know, it's porous. It gets in there. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, try baking soda. Oh yeah, sure thing. Uh, Bill, thanks a lot. Yeah, no worries. Man, they really did a number on this fucking place, didn't they? The couch is destroyed. Television's destroyed. Um, the uh, barbells for the little weight set that somebody has out are like 90 degrees. 
Um, <laughs> like just it, there's fist holes in the walls, claw marks on the walls. Go fucking uh, Damien. God damn. <laughs> yeah. The fight, uh, progressed quite, um, chaotically after, uh, we left, um, left the scene. It went, it went up an entire flight of stairs. Like, well, a ramp, but yes. Um, so, uh, the meeting is in the seance chamber, um, which is one level down. Uh, so you go downstairs, you find the big stone slab has been destroyed. Um, you know that the vampires, because you got a, a message that sort of outlined what occurred, you know that the vampires broke down the iron door to sort of begin the fight. Um, but the iron door is intact and in place when you get down there. Um, mm. This is not the seance chamber, however. The seance chamber is a chamber off of this room that can only be opened with sinister magic, essentially. Um, so you go up to a wall that has a conspicuous dagger uh, gouge in it with blood. And you do the proper, you know, right. Um, and the stone of the wall, it, I mean, let's, let's not mince words here. It does exactly what uh, Diagon Alley does in uh, Harry Potter. You know, like just disassembles itself and opens up into this seance chamber. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. The seance chamber is uh, a high ceiling cave with stalactites. Um, and a lot of Native American carvings, um, like very richly and detailed. Uh, there's not a there's not a surface in here that doesn't have um, some sort of uh, uh, it, it. You know, you you hesitate to say hieroglyphs because I think that's technically only Egyptian, but like you know, it, it has all these glyphs. Um, and and pictures of animals and and etc. Um, in the center of this room is a ring of candles. Around that ring of candles um, are sit are are seated uh, fifteen seniors who you know. Um, and one level back towards the outside, away from the candles, are. Uh, the six bodies of your friends who are still recuperating and as is tradition for this uh, conspiracy of sin eaters they are um, fully wrapped like uh, uh, and prepared um, as uh, sort of Indo uh, Native American peoples would do like uh, up on a uh, raised platform and and Days. and like, I don't know exactly what I've seen it like a gazillion times, but it wasn't exactly mummification because it wasn't like mummification. It was just, but you would wrap like a giant, um, like, uh, uh, you'd, you'd make a big cylinder out of wrappings basically. And, and then you'd also put them up on a, um, sort of a straw bed. Uh, anyway, so that, that's, that's what they're doing. Those of you who know what I'm saying, put that picture into your mind. Those of you who don't, who gives a fuck uh you, you get the picture um 
the head of your conspiracy currently is Amanda. And she is a blonde uh, commando. She's ex-United States military. Um, she quit the military because in World of Darkness and in the 80s when she served, there was insufficient combat roles for women. Um, so she, she, she's a real hard ass who quit uh, the military because she wasn't getting enough uh, action. Um, she got into, she got mixed up in some stuff because of her, you know, lust for combat. She died. She came back as a sin eater. She joined the uh, conspiracy and she was proven to be a competent leader uh, and shot through the ranks. Does she have uh, Bernard? Uh, no, really? Yet she does steak stuff. Oh, okay. She's a ceremonist. Really? Uh, she makes uh, her specialty is knowing, uh, like she really hit the books, so to speak, when she became a sin eater. Um, every sin eater has manifestations. Uh, she technically has um, some uh, marionette and oracle, uh, but she focuses entirely on sin eater ceremonies. Which marionette are- would actually be the right one. But- she doesn't use marionette for the stakes. Okay. The stakes are 100% just a ceremony. Um, yeah. So uh, everybody is seated around these candles that are set up in a ring. Uh, Amanda beckons for you guys to join the circle um, and have a seat. I just follow orders. Uh-huh. I now call I now call this seance to order. Everyone who was missing or unaware is now here. You've all received a detailed explanation of the events of last night. But before we get into the hard business, I have a call for questions. Yeah, what the fuck happened here? She sort of rolls her eyes. Uh, Bill, did you not read the, the the messenger? I did. I just don't believe you were able to let a cadre in here to walk around. Tank a whole cadre? It's crazy. There were, uh, well, if we assume that the one we captured was a member of the group, then it w- it, the group totals in five. We don't know the size groups that vampires travel in. Finn... You've said you've seen them come into your establishment on more than one occasion, but in nowhere near as large numbers as five. They tend to be solitary, at least in their entertainment. Mm -hmm. Can't we assume they'll come back here? We're not sure. What we do know is that the two that we ultimately captured at the end of the fight 
somehow got away before sunrise. So is there a possibility that they know about this chamber? This, they don't know about the seance chamber, but they did violate the sacred Senno. And more importantly, these are the first supernaturals other than sin eaters to ever learn of this place and make it out alive. This is a huge breach of our pact. That said, we're waiting on a report to see how severe the situation is. One of the vampires was tagged during the fight. And we've had a spectral spy following them around for the evening. We'll soon know what exactly happened in the last 24 hours. Wait, crack my knuckles. It's like, oh, I'm getting excited. Phone call, one sec. Talk amongst yourselves. Make television. Wow, okay. You guys clearly don't know how to play series. It's alright. <laughs> We're good at this. <laughs> so good at this. So, uh, um, when was the last time you guys ate? Um, two hours ago. I don't mean food. I mean, when was uh, the last time you had some plasm? I'm having plasm right now. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, where do sin eaters get their plasm? So, sin eaters eat ghosts. Or they go Holy to shit. a um, they go to a a haunted house equivalent, and yeah. they basically take it from the walls. Wow, that's pretty cool. So um, there probably is a place here inside of the the hideout that does it because most senior uh, hideouts are actually in haunted places. Okay. Um, but some sin eaters go out of their ways to, you know, find ghosts to consume. Um, huh. And in a lot of cases, you can either help ghosts pass on, like some sort of fucking, like, supernatural helper, or you can just eat them. Um, wow. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, um, I assume nothing of interest happened while I was gone. We're just talking not. about eating plasm, so. Right, yeah, you eat ghost stuff to recharge your recharge. So it's and basically just out... like blood for vampires. It's it's basically your equivalent or like your mana pool, whatever. So. And senouts are places where the barrier between the underworld and the living world are very thin and plasm just spills out. Nice. So Do we have any pl- high-level oracles in this group? Um, yeah, why? Just wondering. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, she mentioned that you, there's a spectral spy on one of the um, uh, vampires uh, and that uh, you're going to get an update. Um, and there's a couple more questions. Uh, somebody's like, well, what is this going to mean for us into the future? And she's like, well, we have to deal with the immediate fallout before we deal with the long-term uh, like 
ramifications on our pact, you know, before we deal with cleansing the place and, and, and making things right, we have to make sure there isn't going to be another violation. Um, and somebody else is like, you know, are, uh, somebody specifically inquires about one of the people who hasn't woken up again is like, how bad is it? And she's like, one of the vampires did something that we've not seen before. He seemed to lose control. Um, he went from target to target uh, without really focusing, without really any direction. But before he threw himself into us, he just ate this guy for like 30 seconds and tore him apart. It wasn't even seemingly about blood. His organs went everywhere. Well, and that's a what if serious damage. What if it's like one of those va- uh, animal ones that we saw earlier? It doesn't look that way. It just... He was very cognizant at first. Then as the fight dragged on, he was doing tactical things. He seemed to be the one to control the shadow powers that we saw. Wait, shadow powers? Maybe it drank some blood of something that had rabies. I mean, have we ever seen a vampire drink our own... Like a Sinida blood like plasm infused blood like maybe that's what made him go crazy that's a possibility the the timeline adds up he he fed well he either went crazy and started feeding or he fed and then went crazy so that's a possibility bill um it's certainly we don't have any reports from anyone in the conspiracy previous being fed upon by a vampire we've always gotten the drop on them before they uh i don't know maybe our blood poisons them that's an interesting thought, but if that's poison, I hate to think of what good blood does to them, because in the ensuing chaos, he took out the remaining five. Hmm. Well, maybe shit. Maybe we should be actually more careful, because if they eat us and they get stronger, that's a big problem. Yeah. It might be that they lose control and get stronger. That seems to be what we experienced. It's like which, steroids. Which is... A blessing and a curse. You can use someone's lack of control against them. We just weren't expecting it. In the future, we'll be prepared for that sort of reaction and exploit it. We also got to be careful in case it might give them like a high or something, because they might hunt us based only on that. I, they're pretty gross, so I wouldn't be surprised. We'll get some answers shortly when uh, our spy returns undoubtedly he'll overhear some interesting conversations and on that cue the candle uh light turns green um and dies down a little bit before flaring up um and in the ring of candles uh is a ghostman um mr ghostman it's me ghostman um he is uh, a former police officer, and you can tell because he wears his badge around his neck still. Um, wait, 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 had... wait, wait. Was Damien wearing his badge around his neck when he came in there? I think maybe he might have. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, also, for those of you who've pl- uh, played, uh, what is it, Soul Suspect or whatever, 
Um, he's got like literal glowing bullet holes where he was shot and killed. Oh, I remember mm. that game. That was completely average. <laughs> it was super average, but the character was really cool. And like the ghost stuff, he was a the narrative detective who wore a fedora. How is that guy cool? <laughs> No, I mean, like, the design was cool. Like, he was just a fucking, like, I'm too grizzled and old and I've yeah. got a tragedy in my past. But, like, the ghost stuff and also how ghosts looked in that game, that was all really cool. Yeah, I'll give um, you that much. Yeah. So, anyway, this guy has, like, the, the couple of bullet holes. And to really point it out, he's got, like, three bullet holes in the back of his head. Like, somebody fucking executed this cop. Um, so, he's like... All right, boss, I'm back. Um, and Amanda uh, sort of sits up from, you know, sitting around the circle to sort of stand up to him. And he's like, uh, all right, so what did you see? Like, give us the whole story. Well, uh, first things first, she. <sighs> okay. So, you tell me, follow this chick, she's a vampire, you know, see what they do. Day comes, and they don't, apparently, they don't live nearby. They had to ask her uncle for help. Um, oh, so, they, they, they stay at the restaurant the whole day in the basement. They had this whole thing where, apparently, the uncle didn't know they're vampires. So, vampires aren't hereditary, he says. Um, Everyone's like, "Oh my god, they're not hereditary." They're what? Like, no, there is what? there is whispering like, "Okay, they're not born. Like they aren't born vampires." It's sort of like it sort of goes through and say, like, "I don't know." It's just they 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 like you know. There's probably did you see it, any vampire eggs? There was some speculation that maybe it's like a familial thing, right? Like you get inducted into the vampire family once you're 20 or something, you know, you get turned <laughs> like versions of the stone cutters. And just, you get like a signet ring and everything. Yeah, no, that's like, that's what people were thinking. So it's like, he's like, so they're not, that, that's not how that works. The, her actual blood relative didn't know she was a vampire. And also there was a conversation that suggested that she hasn't been a vampire very long. He was like, where have you been the last three weeks? You used to be doing this whole thing and having a life. And now she, then she wasn't. Okay. So, like there's some murmuring and that's like some really in interesting information. She's Are like, you okay, telling okay. me they get born really strong? Shit! <laughs> uh, you know, Amanda puts up a hand to be like, to silence the uh, side Quiet, chat. Brent. Just, we all think like, oh, what you're saying, okay? Okay. More importantly, what happened like this this evening? What Like what you're here earlier than we expected. So you must have learned something. Um, he's like, so they sleep all day. Great gig, by the way, watching a bunch of corpses in a room bleed. Um, they wake up. Uh, they don't even hang around long enough to lick their wounds before they head back into central L.A. They meet in this fucking warehouse and it's all like, look how edgy and secret we are. Whatever those fuckers. Uh, and there's like this fucking... <laughs> Braveheart looking motherfucker and these two other like they're wearing leather and a fucking gimp suit and then this like sexy Hispanic guy shows up and he's all like El Drinde or something I don't fucking know um, and then all the people from the fight come in and one of them uh, 
who it, like this crazy guy he tells the whole story exactly as it happened as if he was watching but not participating and there's some murmurs it's like uh, and like specifically someone's like do they have like oracle powers can they see things um, so the uh, man that flute in this graveyard is going nuts <laughs> yeah that fucking fucking flute it's like hey flute guy, hey stop it. Sh- sh- stop it and it's like and we all turn over to see like a ghost of the flute like yeah, this, is, this is like some fucking a guy such as sit there goes Every couple of seconds. God, that would be the worst fucking guys, can I just say? That would literally be the worst guys. Oh god. Um so what the fuck is wrong with me? Why didn't I make my geist a chicken? Then I could have had a poultry geist. Damn. I mean, the worst thing isn't even the pun. The worst thing is that you didn't actually get to make it. I know. What the fuck is wrong with me? This is serious. By the way, having seen the first five minutes of that movie and then um, hating my life for a couple months afterwards, (laughs) I got to say, uh, don't do it. Yeah. Bad, Um, bad movie. Ban him. All right. Tucks are dumbass. (laughs) Uh, no no, the movie the movie tux is fine so um then he's like all right all right so here's here's the upshot of the actual meeting they don't know fuck all about us they don't even know that you guys are called sin eaters they called us wizards uh and there's a couple people who fucking laugh like fucking idiots (laughs) don't know wizard that's stupid now tell me more about those vampire eggs Right. So, yeah. Was, was um, this was this their hive, their nest where they lay them? Was <laughs> did they have people strung up with vampires bursting out of their chest? Um, so uh, I just right, love so, this. This is two groups of supernaturals. It's just like, man, those fucking wizards. It's like those fucking yeah. reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> no idea about the other. Right. So um, he's like, yeah. So. Basically, the people at this fucking meeting, there was only like, uh, like, plus the group, there were only five others. And they're like, so it's 10. I mean, so there aren't very many vampires. Wait, did like, we talk no. about fire there? Oh my God, I hope we didn't. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, um, no. <laughs> shit. Uh, so, so anyway, there's only five extra people. And so the man is like, oh, so there's only like 10 of them total. That's fine. He's like, no, the five people who showed up are called barons and they own entire sections of cities and have entire gangs of vampires serving under them and like the room goes quiet a man is the first person to speak and she says how many vampires are we talking i have no fucking idea because they also said that most of the barons didn't even show up to this meeting and there's like the audible drip of water dripping off of a stalactite. <laughs> Ghost flute goes crazy in the background. <laughs> uh. Jerome is one of the first people to speak up and he says, they fucking outnumber us. What, and What gave that away? Was it your math? It's like, shut up, asshole. We didn't know that. We always thought we had numbers. 
Well, that's fantastic. So let me get, let me just sum this up then. We ran into fresh spawn vampires. They did a complete fucking number on us. They walked in here like it wasn't shit, like the fucking door was open or something. Uh, the door actually was left open, which is why Riley's on cleaning duty. <laughs> fucking Riley. Um, great, great. But on top uh, of that, they have vastly superior numbers. Super strength, magic powers, just like us. But they don't know anything about us, right? They, so you said they called us wizards. He's like, yeah, and get this. I learned some choice information. They actually talked about their fucking weaknesses in the, in the meeting. And like all eyes perk up. And he's like, they said they only know that we can die from sunlight. They don't even know that we can cut off our heads or light us on fire. And she sort of like starts not. And she's like, fuck, damn, if only we had somebody with pyre flame. Um, Curse our sudden but inevitable failures. God damn it. I rolled a three. No, but this is great news. We can kill them before sunup. If we actually capture one of them, we can. We don't have to hold them around as an asset. And he's like, okay, there's more. And this is where it starts to take a turn. The one that you captured and had staked was super pissed. Uh, a couple of the other guys were talking about how brujas can't control their emotions and sort of like laughing at her in the corner. Um, and then she like destroyed the table and flipped everything and like almost killed one of them. Uh, so she's a bruja and can't control her emotions. She wanted revenge. Sounds like my ex-wife. So are they coming for us? Amanda says like, <laughs> they just like, ignore him. <laughs> um, the ghost says, no. Apparently one of them is like the headist baron. And he said, we don't know enough about them. And if we do a fight when we're not prepared, they might actually learn our weaknesses and there might be more of them and they might have like magic we don't know. So basically he was exercising caution. Um, and Amanda sort of nods. He's like, okay, so we don't have to worry about a reprisal. And he's like, well... So the one that's a bruja and her name's also Amethyst. Um, and somebody else is like, I know a stripper named Amethyst. Um, she left the meeting early and the one that, you know, you tagged uh, tried to follow her and was like, are you gonna like go fight them? And like she said no, but it was really clear that she was meaning yes and i don't know the person i was attached to like really didn't want her to go fight but still like left it at that and walked away so i'm super sure that this amethyst who is also a baron is gonna start some shit because apparently they can't control their emotions and they she really really wants revenge so Amanda sighs and says, thank you. Uh, we'll pay you in full once this is resolved. And he's like, yeah, all right, you better. Uh, 
so I'm just going to go upstairs. And so he sort of like walks out of the seance room, like through the wall. Um, all right, everybody. That means we are facing possible reprisal. It doesn't look like it's the whole weight of the vampiric community, whatever that looks like. But this still puts us in a really tough bind. If she attacks tonight and we succeed, that probably will inspire the leaders who were recalcitrant to attack us to attack us. If she attacks us and we fail to repel the attack, well, the consequences of that are obvious. We're between a rock and a hard place. I'm open to suggestions. Hmm. Well, why don't I set up a? Why don't Why don't we set up a couple alerts around, far outside of the. The graveyard. That way, we know for a fact if they've come through. I think Will's right. I think we definitely need scouts. We'll definitely put up some sort of perimeter and i'm i'm confident in our group's ability to defend our territory we have many abilities that they haven't seen uh this place is designed for defense they caught us with our pants around our ankles and that obviously won't happen again i'm much more concerned with the ramifications of our actions we have a rogue in their community coming after us and that could lead to an open war that it doesn't sound like we could win. Well, we now have two more weapons at our disposal, and that is we know of two other ways to end their lives. That so how is, can we use those? That is exciting news. I have contacts. I know of other Sin Eaters in other cities, some of whom have pyre flame we can maybe pull some strings and bring them in. And that sounds like it would be very powerful against them. We absolutely should do that. And perhaps we need to get some machetes. We'll do We're all equipped with the same uh, knives. And, and you all are. You all have been given as part of your uh, uh, pact with this conspiracy um, combat knives, which are like the big U S military ones. Mm-hmm. It's like, that'll, it, it'll get you through ahead. Uh, maybe not easily, maybe not in one fell swoop, but uh, we're going to have to incapacitate these monsters to decapitate them anyway. So it, it's, it's definitely serviceable. Um <sighs> I'm going to be honest. I'm a tactician. I'm not a politician. I know how to fight this confrontation. I don't know what to do on the grander scale. If this turns into open war, it sounds like there are many more vampires than we know about. It's possible they could all rally at once. And I don't think against numbers like that, any amount of fire or preparation will protect us. 
Do we know wreckage about how long they live? Uh, do you mean vampires? Mm. N n you don't know anything about that, no. Okay. Uh, the ghost did say that one of them looked like an ancient Scotsman. You know, like a medieval Scotsman. So he could be dressing up like that that way for fun, or he could be that old. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, we do know about that woman's uncle. Go on. Why don't we just pay him a visit? Maybe find out who this uh, woman is. To what end? Well, it could just mean that we can potentially take one of them out or maybe even, I don't know, put a curse on her or something like that. Well, sure. But that's one of 30, 40, 50, 100, 1,000. Well, we found out two fucking weaknesses in one night. Surely they're going to have more. You're right. We will do some legwork. But all of those things are ways to win a war. And if it turns out that there are hundreds of them. All right. The why, don't, why don't we see if we can get some of that? Uh, do they have that exploding ammo? Is that a real thing? Can we use that? Incendiary rounds. They have proved to be immune to bullets. But not it, immune to fire. Fire bullets. Mm, that's definitely a way to go from here. We could even bust into a military compound and get some flamethrowers. But again, Bill, I know how to fight a war. I'm asking you all how we can avoid this war. Because the cost of failure is too high. They will surely, utterly destroy this place if they win. Well, what if we work out who's the the first vampire in the city and kill him and see if it kills all the other vampires? There's like murmurs of agreement. Yeah, I bet that is how that works. Um, I mean, if they're anything like the movies, uh, that's generally how it works, right? You kill like the father vampire and then all his younger ones just perish or whatever the fuck. So yeah. The movies also don't have them controlling shadows. It sounds like we might be able to do it with a Molotov cocktail. Yes, that's also a good good plan. Finn. You've been quiet. All I'm hearing is just figure out how to assassinate one or two of them. Look, if they if they if they stay out of the cemetery, we're good. Why don't we try reaching out to them? Hey, wizards here! <laughs> you don't come anywhere near us, so we'll do wizard powers on you. <laughs> it sounds like their leader was open to the idea of that sort of arrangement, but. I mean, they eat people. There's, there's only dead people here, so... What about this rogue element? It sounds like if we were left completely to our own devices, they would stay away. But she's about to instigate something. So we defend ourselves from that, but other than that... 
Well, here's the thing. Why if don't we, defend we try for... to contact no. their leader and plan for defense? Well, they might get. We might want to do that now because if they get pissy that we killed one of them because she came after oh, us again. Well, their leader, their leader sounds reasonable to some degree. We heard it through a fucking dead cop. Okay, he's a dead. He's a cop. I no. I I agree with Bill to some extent. We didn't get a perfect retelling, but it did sound like the gist was they viewed us as too high of a risk to go after. So that is on our side. We have leverage in theoretical negotiations. It also would be interesting to work out whether or not our blood actually poisons them too. I mean, we want to learn quite a lot of things and that'll definitely change the situation. All right. I want everybody to get ready for a fight because there might be one tonight. And people like to start getting up and like checking their knives and their guns. And, and like, then another person's like, don't bother with the gun, idiot. She just said that the guns don't work. And he's like, hey, shut up. I like my gun. Um, Does any of us have records? You're going to have to remind me. What do we call the, like, the, the key items that senators have that they can work with, like, plasm and stuff? Like, what's that fucking called? I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, we had like a gun in the last group that was that was powered by plasma. Right, right, right. Hold on a second. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, was it? But was it memento? It was, no, it wasn't memento. Was it a memento? Yeah, it was memento mori. Yeah. Uh, memento mori. Does any of us have like usable mementos like that? I mean, scattered about. Nothing, uh, nothing super, super amazing or anything. Um, you know, somebody has a fucking, you know, magic uh, flask or whatever that always has alcohol in it. It's like, it's not a big deal. Um, okay. None of us have like a flamethrower memento just casually. Yeah. So <laughs> as she's like, everybody like get ready for a fight. There might be a fight tonight and people start getting up and gearing themselves out. She's like, but here's the thing. If there's a fight tonight, I think the only way that there can be peace is if we don't kill them. And there's sort of like a bunch of people looking around like, what? It's like, if there's a fight, do not fight for lethal. Don't let them on fire. Don't cut off their heads. Try and stake them. And as we learned from the fight with the crazy one, if you put enough damage on them, they will eventually pass out just like being staked. I know the risk to us is greater, but I think the risk to the potential of peace is, and just as she says is, there's a massive explosion and part of the ceiling caves in. Ronald McDonald's and fucking... That's where we're going to go to break. Oh my God. Okay, shit. Amethyst, do your bidding. There's a massive explosion. Uh, Amanda immediately starts 
uh, you know, shouting uh, for everyone to get, you know, up upstairs, top level. Um, the uh, secret facility is mostly intact. Some bits of ceiling have fallen in. Um, but as your group uh, sort of files out of the two uh, exits, uh, one is the main exit. Um, people get upstairs to where that main exit is, and it's all just fire. Um, so they have to turn around, and you all have to book it out of these the secret uh, grave exit. Um, you'll recall from the uh, the time you were here. Yeah. Um, as you start filing out of the um, uh, secret grave exit, you see that the mausoleum is just a pillar of fire. Uh, and for those of you with sharper eyes, in the middle of that pillar of fire are the remnants of a an exploded fuel truck as if it landed on the roof. Damn. Uh, and in fact, Amanda immediately shouts barrier um, pointing up and you see in the sky uh, a fuel truck arcing into the graveyard and it's got a big um uh sash around it that's on fire uh as amanda calls barrier like five of uh your number like do a ninjutsu type thing really quickly and put their hands on the ground and uh a to your eyes a shield of plasm goes up over the uh, entire graveyard and the fuel tanker hits the shield and explodes. And the whole shield is awash in flame. Um, and for a moment, it's like almost pretty because all of the fuel in the tanker is like uh, burning and exploding over this uh, like bubble that you're inside. So it's kind of like being inside of a fire. And, ooh, it's also pretty. worth pointing out plasm is like a very light gray green. Right. Um, so like um, it's it's kind of like uh, that's oh, how would I describe it? Uh, kind of like uh, almost like plasm, like like the uh, like Ghostbusters stuff style. It's a little like that, except like hmm. very see through and. It, yeah, that the Ghostbuster stuff was much more green, you yeah, know. Like, like th this is because because it was a comedy, right? This is more like like the gritty version of that. Yeah. Um, as the flames w uh, lap over the shield, the shield flickers and disappears, and fire starts raining into the the graveyard. Um, and uh, like that's going to be very super painful, except. Uh, quite suddenly uh, the the dirt uh, like makes a little concave over you guys as one of your friends uses his uh, power to manipulate the earth around you um, and the, so the fire lands on that dirt and not on you guys 
so now patches of the graveyard are on fire. Um, there's been a, a, a big explosion. Uh, you guys are starting to fan out and look for the culprits. Um, Amanda says, Finn, Bill, Kel. The north pylon of the barrier was destroyed in that last attack. I need you guys to go over there and repair it so we can get the barrier back up. Maybe we can avoid this fight entirely. Um, and just as she says that, uh, Jerome, the uh, stone guy from the previous fight, just suddenly goes sailing into um, a gravestone and like cracks it with his own back um, and standing where Jerome used to be standing is a person. They're wearing a full face welder's mask and they have like a boiler plate over their chest. Okay. Uh, and Jerome make they, constant they, courage checks. Yeah. <laughs> they have like a steel eye beam in their hand that they just fucking hit Jerome with to send him sailing into this uh, uh, gravestone. And all at once, like you realize there are like seven or eight of these all with these welders masks and boilerplates and they're in the graveyard and they're taking out sin eaters. Um, now, originally this was going to be a full combat scenario, but we're a little short for time. So we're going to forego dice mm. um, and keep this encounter largely narrative. There might be a couple dice rolls. Okay. Um, so we're also going to hand wave initiative here. Um, All right. These strange, strangely armored vampires are taking out sin eaters. You have orders from Amanda to get to the North pylon, which is just on the other side of the mausoleum that was taken out hmm. and fix it. You have the, you have each of you has the, magic ability to repair that pylon um but you physically have to make it there yeah we just sort of infuse plasm into it or whatever and it goes back to life um, okay. so there's no initiative order who takes the actual initiative here um and does a thing yeah I'm gonna, um, yeah i guess i guess we'll, i i just sort of try and sprint around like i try and like like jump into like a i don't know run between like the the gravestones to see if i can like i don't know not so much stealthily but like just avoid the fighting and get to the pillar uh okay um bill Anybody who's trying to make a break for it is getting taken out by this vampire who's got this steel beam. Okay. Or if but, okay. hold on. Mm -hmm. But you're trying to, like, skirt and get out of the way. Like, 
you're trying to you, you said not so much stealthily but uh like you're you're what you're saying is you're you're trying to go unnoticed right um sure well, i mean i'm not fully cognizant cognizant i'm not fully aware cognizant. Cognizant. thank you you're a vigilante you actually are kind of stealthy so i would tell you that you had a high stealth roll and we would be rolling stealth if we were rolling dice okay. but i'm actually just going to say that you make it past this person with the steel beam and you sort of intuit why uh you can tell as you do it why they don't notice you these full face welders masks it's the middle of the night like they can barely see you they're striking out at like movement um and like going full force and a couple of people who are scattering and being careless are getting like home run like like you know tk fire home run like those super smash brothers like into the sky team rocket blasting off again but a couple people are making it past all they have to do is be a little bit stealthy about it okay um Hopefully I'm coming in okay. I keep getting messages in Zoom that I have low bandwidth and I'm not really sure what's up. Um, So I would try to throw up um, using Phantasmal Rage uh, as as best a showing I can do of this, what it would appear to be a fire elemental, kind of like Calcifer, like a fire demon, but he's, he's quite a bit larger and he would be lobbing uh, little fireballs toward anybody that dipped at me and I would try to follow Will out. Right. So, um, the, uh, you can create an illusion. Um, so phantasmal rage is create an illusion fighter who helps you fight somebody. Um, in this case, you're going specifically for like a fire, uh, beast type thing. Yeah. Um, to try and because you you've just learned just told us yeah that they are afraid of fire now right. it's also worth pointing out that large patches of this graveyard are on fire yeah um, <laughs> but uh you summon a uh we'll assume that you just succeed at this again yeah. this you would have to roll to succeed just to do it and then sure. also we would roll to see if whether or not uh the opponent was uh and scared Ooh. by this yeah <laughs> um third but got uh, scared of this phantasmal calcifer, as you say, you know, this fire elemental, like it billows into life, like, 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 you know, uh, like Fantasia or whatever, like, it, <laughs> um, and uh, this person does leap back and like drop their steel beam briefly. Um, nice. And you can tell that there's a moment where they're frozen in fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they snap out of it, reach um, to the, the, the sort of, uh, what is it? What am, what am I looking for here? The um, behind their back, behind their lower back. Uh, and they take out some kind of canister. Oh, no. Um, anyway, they huck it at Calcifer. Um, and it's a flashbang, and it goes off and gets like 
because you're all still very cluttered together, it gets like like half a dozen of you guys. Oh Jesus! Uh, and also uh, disapparates your illusion because it's something uh-huh. that conflicts with the illusion. Um, illusions in World of Darkness all sort of work on the same rules. If anything would break the illusion, it, it the illusion breaks. Sure. Um, so this this person maybe didn't even know it was an illusion, but still thinks that it took care of your, uh, your fire demon. Uh, Finn, what do you do? Um, so I'm not entirely sure what it looks like. I'm imagining, um, I'm going to activate my grave dirt shroud. Um, sure. So I'm imagining what it looks like is he just like points his hands at the ground and then like pulls up and a bunch of dirt and rocks just start swirling around him as armor. Uh, Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm not, I believe, I believe it gives me, it gives me armor and I'm immune to suffocation. If that means anything. Um, I'm not sure how strong it is, but, um, Amra is really good. <laughs> I think I'm just going to like try to book it through them because I have dirt armor. You're going to iron man run through these fucking vampires with these dirt Pretty armor. Much, one more dirt armor. Mm-hmm. So, um, you try an Iron Man, uh, this, uh, person, um, and they, uh, they clothesline you. Um, and in the brief moment when they're, uh, sort of, um, inner elbow, uh, in there, there is a name for that. There is a name for it. I don't know it. In I don't believe you (laughs) elbow pit (laughs) Um, when they're in the brief moment when their inner elbow connects with your uh, uh, like windpipe two thoughts go through your head the first thought is that's a surprisingly dainty arm Uh, and the second thought is if I don't do something I'm going to die uh, and yeah, for the purpose, that's me in the middle of that vampire fight, getting hey! clothesline right now. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the purpose of this one-shot side character, I'm actually going to give you fifth dot grave dirt shroud, uh, which lets. Right. Uh, so, uh, the 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 point is. Um, the uh, you actually pump okay. damage into the ground instead of taking it yourself. Okay. Um. So she's going to clothesline you, and there's going to be a brief anime moment where there's been like a shockwave, and also we see like the energy ripple through your body and then go into the ground, and, and then like <laughs> a, yeah, and then a beat where boom and dirt goes like sailing up everywhere. Uh, and you're totally unaffected and like you keep going because she's not expecting it. Um, and uh, that's going to cost all of your plasm, though, because it takes two plasm per health level. And you are about to take like like 14 passing damage. <laughs> um, so. Uh, so you totally survive and you get past her, but you're you're spent. Um, you still have grave dirt shroud on because when you turn it on, 
like the, you spent plasm to turn it on and then it stays on and then you spent plasm for this other power but running out of plasm you don't need to keep pumping plasm into the power now, uh if you had any masks you could take plasm out of the mask but i doubt you did uh there are death masks scattered amongst this group um but uh Yes, we, I totally was uh, channeling Kill a Kill for that uh, pause explosion. Um, uh, so um, now we're going to cover enemy turn and other Sin Eaters turn sort of at the same time. Um, all of the enemies have this same get up. They don't all wield, like, steel eye beams but a lot of them have brought that sort of thing. Um, there are a couple people who seem to be, pr- uh, like, preferring bladed weapons. And especially the ones who prefer bladed weapons are, like, winking in and out of existence. And also when they wink back into existence, like, one of your friends is cut, you know, stem to sturm and, and just bleeding everywhere. Um so there's a lot of powers that you don't actually know what are happening here. Obviously, super strength is one of them. Um, Thank the God res- no shadow powers, am I right? Uh, <laughs> Bill, as you're running through the, the graveyard to try and get... Um, the fight's like starting to spread out, and it's clear that the strategy of the vampires is like... They're all going to come out of this one exit. Like, let's contain them and don't let them spread out. Um, so, like, there's one group that's cleaning up and another group that's trying to, like, stalk people trying to leave. Um, and you're probably going to have to contend with one of those. But now it's time for the Sin Eater Cavalry. Uh, the, the five uh, Sin Eaters who helped put up the barrier have uh stopped they're being protected uh by amanda and another group of sin eaters sort of warding the vampires at bay uh and they've drawn a circle in the ground (laughs) with uh with some uh you know glyphs uh and they start channeling plasm into it uh the anime music starts to swell all at once a bunch of splits in the ground go shooting off in the graveyard and it's like a crack in the earth that is like streaming plasm out and the cracks go out into the graveyard and anytime the crack like seeks out or runs into uh, a tombstone that's an angel it cracks up the angel the angel walks off the tombstone and like pulls out like a stone sword Um, I bet you're all like man What's cooler, Sin Eaters or Vampires? And then you're just like, man, I think fucking Sin Eaters are cooler. (laughs) Like, there's a definite momentary pause from all of the vampires as this happens. Um, But then a very angry female voice says, just fucking take them out! Um, And a steel eye beam goes sailing through the air and like hits one of these angels and the angel just turns to dust. Um, and like with that, uh, vampires and 
giant stone angels are fighting each other in the graveyard. Uh, like it's clear that while it's super cool to summon an army of, of like golems, like the super strength of the vampires, just like they can punch them to bits. Um, but still it's, it's more people and more density and, and it's keeping the fight from, from just going one way or the other. Um, so back to the 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 uh, the friendly uh, the 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 main cast, Bill and uh, Finn. You've both made it past sort of the inner ring of vampires heading towards your goal. Um, Kel, you've fallen a little bit behind, but with the uh, but with the chaos of the fight, like there's you're, there's openings. Um, How far away is the lady that screamed out? And the- uh, she's um. It, actually, you couldn't tell who it was because the, like motherfucking please. They're they're she all threw the beam, right? Uh, no, she didn't. Um, somebody threw the beam. Uh, she's clearly the leader, but they all look and sound the same because they're muffled in their player unknowns battlegrounds gear. Um, so uh. Well, there goes my idea of putting a level five stillness curse on um, amethyst. Amethyst. <laughs> Shockingly, she'd probably just resist it. I don't know why. You know, maybe it has something to do with that we're not rolling dice and. Uh... Oh, shadow ban my boo. <laughs> uh, What's I mean, that? you People could have forgotten who you are. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, and then right. the players so... never had to deal with her ever again. Bill is booking it. Um, Finn has, is booking it. Uh, is, what do you guys do? Anything in particular? Or are you just going as, as beelining for this pylon that you need yeah, to Yeah, I'm going straight for the pylon. Um, if there's any people in the way of us, I'm going to call out um, a pack of ghost wolves. Now, I know you can call animals, but can you call ghost wolves? Yep. Uh, the Sin Eater conjures a stalking ghost in the... F- um, sorry, I'm reading Primeval, not... Um, wait, am I right, it's Primeval. I have Primeval, okay. Um, right, you have Primeval Curse. Uh-huh. Um, ghost, okay. right, it has to be targeted to a person, right? And so you... you A hex in the form of two extra... The Sin Eater is a ghostly animal that affects the target's peace of mind. A dead pet an animal he accidentally or deliberately killed, something that haunts them. Yeah. The ghost animal silently stalks the target for the curse's duration, imposing a penalty to resolve and composure. Um, the shade is an actual ghost and can be dealt with by other Sin Eaters, though any rolls to do so suffer a minus two penalty. So you, basically you make them get haunted by an animal ghost. Yeah. Um, um, and it bugs them. Yeah, it bugs them, but like the big thing is, is that their composure... Um, right goes down in this instance i know that resolve and composure while surrounded by fire could potentially be really really bad for them so um i'm going to uh do that um and since you know the earth is cracked with all this plasma coming out of it Mm -hmm. and i assume that this is a graveyard filled with like animal corpses and stuff like that as well most likely no it's a person graveyard 
Yeah, some people are buried with their pets. Come on now. Um, it's World of Darkness. Don't give me that look. Right, it's World of Darkness, and that <laughs> seems like a nicer thing, as opposed to, like... No, that's just, like, I'm dead, I'm taking my dogs with me. <laughs> just throwing Rover in the trash is probably what they do in the World of Darkness. Yeah. Um, anyway. But it's a, um, it's, it's a specter that comes out of a graveyard that looks like a pet. It doesn't have to be a pet. Right, so... So yeah, one of the um like double blade wielding vampires does in fact he's sort of on perimeter patrol like don't let anybody get too far out mm-hmm. and and bill your way out in front. Yeah. So he's going to show up uh and you're going to curse him. Um as as you said. Uh He's going to get cursed. I imagine, uh, have any of you guys seen Ghost before? It looks a lot like that when the Underworld Spectres come out. Except it looks oh, like... Oh, when, when, when they're doing the clay thing? A little later well, than that. Importantly, this, this uh, dot of the curse is an animal that he cares about because the nature of the curse is to make him feel That's bad. Yeah. Um, so it's like the ghostly specter of like Mr. Bubbles or something. Um before the curse takes hold of him, uh, Bill, he disappears and reappears uh, behind you. Um, and nothing you, personal, kid. And, and nothing personal, kid. You're missing your right arm. Now, here's the thing about Sin Eaters. Um, they don't regrow limbs. If you die in this fight and your friends are nice enough to like atta- like sew your arm back on, it'll all heal and you'll have your arm back. Yeah. But um, this dude just took your arm. After he takes your arm and it falls limply to the ground um, and also blood is spraying everywhere, uh, like he pauses and like drops his blades and fucking runs away. And like <laughs> yeah, did. I, I like the idea that I'm like I'm like like shaking because like, <laughs> my uh you know my arms got cut off and I pick it up and I I, uh, I I'm just like get him Fido. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking Finn. Bill just lost a goddamn arm. He's like ten paces in front of you. Um, and he's like, he's slowed down by blood loss and shock a little bit. So you can catch up to him mm-hmm. on your, on your course to the pylon. Um, okay. um, but this guy who was watching this part of the perimeter has bolted. He's fled. There we go. Can it's I like, um, actually, you know what I do before I, I put the, my arm between my leg and I, I, I pull out a flask with my other hand and I unscrew it with my teeth. And I just pour alcohol all over my my um, bloody stump, and um, it's incredibly painful. What? It doesn't help at all. But then, but then I I uh, I want to start I I I want to start doing the um um God what was it called? It was called the um. You can turn alcohol into glue. Mending the mortal coil. 
right that's a ceremony um if you do this you will never get your arm back because you'll be healing that wound uh, but i want to put the uh, i want to put the um it can't do that mending the mortal coil can't do that mending the mortal coil will heal the wound but it won't like atta- reattach an arm yeah okay you know what it doesn't matter i still do it um wreckage because at this point in time i'd rather be awake and in this fight than not um all right well so like you do that and you know the realization that you'll never have your right arm again sort of dawns on you and you leave it behind finn you watch him use the healing spell that sin eaters know on his stump which cauterizes the wound and he stops bleeding but now even if he dies and you try and reattach that arm he won't get it back Damn, Bill. Cal. So I'm <laughs> lagging slightly behind them. Is there any? Are there any enemies right near me? There's this one enemy who dropped that steel eye beam and is sort of harassing the inner circle. Now, okay. you are aware of two things. Amanda told you to go fix the pylon. Yeah. But also, if if these sin eaters in the center fall, there'll be no one to turn the to turn the barrier on like Uh they're the ones who activate it so if she's like picking up a tombstone right now and about to you know hurl it into this group of people it might be better for you to stay here on defense okay so changing tack staying on defense um whoever looks to me at a really cursory glance um whoever looks to be the most capable at the moment or the most threatening at the moment i'm going to use passion rage on them and try and tune into their they're literally their most fearful memory whether it be like they almost saw the sun or they were once kind of caught on fire and and use that against them uh so that'll be this one fighting the the inner circle because okay that's the one who's close um and let's just put it this way you would have to botch this roll to fail it if we were rolling dice Right. Um, because what you don't know is that your target is a bruja, um, uh-huh. which means that you have like plus two to affecting people's emotions and brujas have minus two to resisting being affected, uh, <laughs> like resisting their own emotions. Yeah. So this. That's when you Tuesday don't... knew that she fucked up putting a bruja <laughs> in frenzy. <laughs> no, because she went for fear. So just like the guy that you did earlier, she's going into uh, the red fear, not the red hunger. Um, (laughs) So she disappears, too. Like, she bolts. She runs away, tail tucked between her legs, scared. Nice. Um, As that occurs, um, a angel statue is, like, disemboweling a vampire um and that vampire is still standing even with like everything from their spine to their like outer left side having been torn completely out Uh uh like you can see their spine and their response to that happening is to punch that angel statue and it disintegrates um the uh there are like uh, some other vampire hits some sin eater. And the point is that they go through like 
an entire row of tombstones like easily like 50 feet like smash 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 like and then there's just a broken body at the end um you've like in the last fight uh inside the building when the uh, whoever some jackass probably went frenzy and um and and knocked out like six of your uh, your guys you've easily lost like nine at this point like the fight is is turning but if you get to this pylon and fix it uh the way this barrier works it will expel them when it turns on so they won't like the fact that they're already inside won't uh be an issue huh uh you guys get to the pylon, uh, Finn and Bill. Yeah, I, I like put my hand on. It's like Bill is in Phil, no. Give me a hand. <laughs> Bill is in no physical condition to do this, and on the other hand, Finn is out of plasm. So let the powers combine. Yeah, you guys are gonna have to kind of. Um, Finn, you're gonna have to drink plasm from Bill. To do the ceremony. Okay. Uh, How does one do that? I just sort of share it with you. It's it it's it's not like like the dicks don't touch or anything. Don't worry about that. Um, Unless you want to, it's considerably easier if the dicks do touch, though. But uh, it's it's probably like you take his good arm, like, and you guys do the sort of like. Uh, wrist to wrist clasp and sure. you just like he starts venting plasm and you start taking it in yeah okay. um it's kind of like the same way that a sin eater can just take plasm from uh haunted places like he doesn't have to go up to the wall and be like he just he just sort of like accepts it into his body and in this case like you can also just let it out so what bill is doing is letting it out and you're absorbing it again yeah. sure um so now you have the plasm, and you can do the I ceremony. I presume you do the ceremony, and you're not like, eh, wreckage, I'm just going to not. I actually kick I it more. I turn on my other shroud. Okay. Removing <laughs> <laughs> your first all- shroud. <laughs> <laughs> I, wa- yeah, yeah, I walk up to the pylon and, like, uh, uh, God, now I want to play fucking Sinatus. God fucking damn it. I vogue, and I strike a pose, and then I, you know. Right, uh-huh. It's um, more like you probably take some mud and draw a symbol, then push plasm into it. Um, like uh, anime style. The 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 pylon, which had been struck by a piece of metal shrapnel from an exploding uh, fuel tanker, um, like rewrites time. Is basically like it it, it like it it. it, it repairs itself exactly in reverse of however it was destroyed um these pylons by the way are just like innocuous tombstones that happen to have like big spheres at the top um and they happen to be spread out like perfectly around the outer edge of the of the the graveyard like you know nobody would notice if you were looking close or whatever um once it's back like kel you see that they've done their job uh the the like inner cadre is too busy fighting um to know that it's that it's done um 
the barrier is effectively back up, but there are several vampires inside it. No, what I'm saying is that you see that they've repaired it, and they do, like your friends who are behind you don't know that it's done. Okay, got you. Um, yeah, you, they basically. So have to yeah, whoever's it. in uh, shouting range, I would say, activate the barrier. What's up? Uh, What's up? Amanda's like, do it now. Uh, and the people who were uh, summoning the golems, like, uh, just with a hand, they erase their uh, the circle that's doing the golems, and the golems just fall to the ground. There's there's a um, vampire like being like held up by a by a, th- a thing. He's just like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then he disappears, and he just like <laughs> he just falls under the ground. It's like... <laughs> They draw the new the, the the symbol they used for the barrier the first time. They cast it. There's a it, it casts outwards from their circle like a expanding dome. And as it hits vampires, they just get carried along by the dome until it re-expands to the full size uh, on the exterior pylons. Um, one of the vampires is in coma. Two of them look extremely damaged. Two of them completely ran away. Uh, You also, there's like, they're not really sure. You get this moment of, like, they sort of look around and um, Bill and Finn, who are closer to the outer edge, you actually hear like, well, what the fuck do we do now? Um, And like, (laughs) Like one of them makes a like maybe half-hearted attempt to like punch the barrier, like really hard. And there's you know super strength. And there's like there's a ripple that comes out of the punch that like goes over the dome, but it doesn't do anything. And then he's like, "Well, fuck, we're not getting through this shit." And someone else is like, "And someone else is like, amethyst fucking booked anyway. Let's just scoop everybody up and go home." um, Um, Before they walk, turn away. Can I say something to them? You'd have to shout. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 can. Like you wouldn't be talking to them because they're pretty far away. You're just overhearing this, but if you shout at them, they'll hear it. Yeah. I I shout Hey Fangs. Um one guy turns like, "Yeah?" He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "We want to talk peace. We're serious about this." Um, they sort of, like, they have stopped talking, like, walking, um, and they sort of, like, look at each other, and it's like, uh, they're like, fuck, and finally one of them's like, um, we're not really the peace talking guy. Spread the message. That's all we need you to do. They sort of look at each other again. Like, these guys are totally lemmings like they're lemmings 100 percent, and mm-hmm. they like talk about yourself they finally get back a okay and then they they <laughs> i gotta like, give a thumbs they... up with my arm that's missing and then i just uh and i do the other <laughs> one <laughs> <laughs> and then they they uh they they fuck off um the barriers up uh we're gonna go through like a bit of a sort of like you know, sort of jazzy, sad music plays as you montage collecting up your uh, uh, friends. Um, nobody appears to be permanently dead, but the mausoleum's destroyed, and that's a big deal. Um, 
there's a there's more of a sort of post facto montage where we see like several of the sin eaters have to work clandestinely to sort of spin this story in the media um like we see sort of like we see we get a panning shot of like a bunch of uh news reporters for uh like photographing the mayor up on a podium and like in in the group with a like plasma tendril swirling around the mayor's head is one of the sin eaters making him say yeah, it was you know a free car accident with two fuel tankers. It's like like <laughs> like spinning this story that could only the McDonald's fly. in Eaglewood uh, had a gas explosion which launched several actual gas trucks. The point into is, the it's, air. it's a story that's <laughs> like for, for the audience is super flimsy and could only possibly fly in the world of darkness. Highlighting like the, the news dangers of like oh yeah 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 that's, so that's totally what happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it's like unbeknownst to the sin eater, also like the mayor's aides a ghoul, and is like, yeah, yeah, say that, say that. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, I like the idea that there's a vampire there doing the exact same line as the sin eater, so they don't realize that they're both like doing- they're both mind controlling the mayor to say the same thing. So it just like <laughs> um, the uh, see, we can get along. It's okay. And then there's like a, a montage of stone angels putting themselves back on their pedestals but also like cleaning up the graveyard um man when i died i didn't think i'd be doing this the rest of my own dead like, <laughs> like, <laughs> bring back some ghosts it's like i'm here what do you need um grab a broom i guess we got the graveyard shift you know what? That's the perfect name for this episode: Graveyard Shift. I graveyard like Shift, yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh oh God, man, slam dunk. Um, so, uh, yeah, without doing like actual combat, this timed out exactly perfectly. We'll pick up again next week, hopefully, if Sputnik has power and a house and all of that. Yeah. We'll pick up. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 you know, we'll and a like, life. A pulse. The audience, he's okay. They just lost power. It's for for him. It's just a tropical storm. It's not a whole hurricane. So you know. Uh, I also so love like, the idea. Fuck that, him. I, I love the idea that all these senators come back and it's like, so did we lose anyone permanently? Nah. It's like, oh, uh, Bill lost an arm though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah actually the the biggest casualty is that bill lost a fucking arm yeah. like everybody else will probably wake up eventually yeah um so uh we'll come back next week with the crew and the fallout from amethyst going rogue and maybe peace talks um we'll see how that looks uh there'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of fallout on the vampire yeah. side um but just to toot my own horn, how cool is it that Amethyst threw fuel trucks and also came in with like welders masks and, it was and how, cool. how effective so is they couldn't get staked. How effective is welders mask against fire though? Like it doesn't seem like that would stop the beast from being scared of fire. It uh, effectively gave them f- so for Amethyst's crew is mostly brujas and they have trouble with composure rolls. Um, the welders mask basically just brought them back down to like even keel like the other thing that you can do is like she whipped them into a big like battle front like we don't see Mm -hmm. all the prep like they went out and got armor and weapons and they whipped themselves into this big like battle frenzy and and all of that really helps with uh rorschach checks 
Um, Man, Brian's gonna be pissed. He missed playing a city. Yeah, though. like <laughs> he's gonna be pissed. Oh man, like seriously, this has just made me just like looking at these powers again. I I fucking yeah, love like, the city to powers so much. <laughs> like seriously, uh, like, it's that was cool. Rex's plan all along. <laughs> well, no, this is a good time to stop and say that the plan for Die Party going forward is to do a World of Darkness canon, uh, which will include relaunching sin eaters um but as it stands the current plan is elliot knight into some sort of hunter's game into sin eaters um so it's it's down the way but we will continue especially when there are absences to do side stories that feature groups and supernaturals that have nothing to do with our main Mm storyline to highlight some of the things that we're missing out on in the long term um why don't we go into outros but take a little time especially tux and tuesday to like give the audience a little spiel about how you like you know your first experience with um as loose as it was yeah um and lacking rules as it was uh maybe talk about um how you felt about this yeah so imagine when you when you did your this is what i do with my power it's the same thing in sin it is where you take your attribute and you take a skill yeah to, even to do the role like of, it's 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 it the identical you. system so yeah and yeah. also you it, it would does, have chosen your powers at character creation instead mm-hmm. of us rolling sure, on a sure. table mm-hmm. yeah it shows you what that you have to roll cool. so yeah, my my take on it was holy shit. This is like um like ghost wolves? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um... <laughs> That's super cool. So I actually had no idea um that they pulled power from plasm mm-hmm. and uh that they could cocoon essentially and yeah. and regenerate. In fact, I'm not sure that I knew they were pseudo undead. Um, where at least had you know limited number of lives. I have about on, uh, nine on lives, I think it was, or something like that, right, Wreckage? So basically what happens is um, something that we're going to... We haven't really gotten into yet because you're still young blood vampires, mm-hmm. but World of Darkness always has a, um, a humanity uh, like stand-in with all of their uh, supernaturals. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make much sense in the Sin Eater one because it's like... The, the the what they're playing off of is this synchronicity with your geist or something like that but sure. like random like really random shit fucks with that in, in the case of vampires you guys will start making humanity checks you know if you wantonly murder or cause destruction or whatever like your humanity will start to lower mm-hmm. um the uh but for sin eaters they make that same check every time they die. Mm-hmm. And every time they die, the difficulty of that check increases. Yeah, we so, had we played with a guy called Frank, um, and he died probably the most out of everyone in the group. Three or four three? times. Three or four times yeah. he died. And he managed the first time he died, which was literally in a burning building, like Sinidas are just like fucking wet paper bags though. They die They're just yeah. humans. They're just so humans. Quickly. Um and he died and when he came back, he actually got a um like a derangement a derangement where he has to like everything like comes down to chance and he's like a gambler like he has a gambling obsession and stuff like that like so when you lose humanity or in the case of sin eaters when you lose i forget what it's actually called i don't think it's synchronization or but it's you know it's something like that um when you lose that uh 
there is yet another like role where you maybe develop a derangement as a result of dropping in humanity. Um, it's literally and, called synergy. Yeah, synergy. Um, so yeah, uh, like a derangement is like anything mental at all. Um, so even like like so because derangement's a very loaded word in like common lexicon, but in yeah. World of Darkness, it's just the it's like you know capital D derangements, and it's you know OCD like germophobia, like you know like anything is a derangement. Um, so yeah, he did develop one like immediately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you died too much, dude. Oh, uh, it was um, a great ep- great yeah, episode my- too. My interest is definitely peaked. So, uh, as unfortunate as it sounds, I'm kind of glad that that uh, the power thing happened because yeah. uh, this like, is <laughs> yeah. exciting. Yeah, it was cool. definitely cool to see that like, get exposure to another so, World of Darkness thing. So, yeah. Tuesday, your particular one, Passion and Phantasmal. Um, yeah. So, basically, imagine you had um, basically, uh, it's it's kind of like um, like with vampires, how you can how you get like three traits that you can put dots into so yeah. basically you put dots into rage so let's say gotcha. you had rage and you had um say what's another good one another good exa- shroud i guess um um so shroud is like armor essentially so with mm-hmm. passion shroud you would have an armor of like say um uh like what is it like it was fear yeah like you, you basically give like um you you basically emulate uh, like fear based uh, things to people and uh, phantasmal shroud is like ghost armor basically like um, cool. so basically you have these keys which are passion and phantasmal and mm-hmm. the lock is rage and every time you put a different flavored key into the powers that you have you get different effects um, like one of the characters that I played would maxed out oracle which is basically just like vision like you know oracle related stuff and he had uh fantastic passion or and it was passion. passion oracle yeah um and basically he could use oracle to look into people and find things but he could also use phantasmal uh to basically like project his body into the underworld <laughs> holy shit like it That's was cool as hell yeah like the like the stuff you can do in synodis is really good it was actually passion and stigmata stigmata yeah stigmata oh, wait wow. phantasmal is the phantasmal is illusions oh right so uh, stigmata is the ghost one sorry my bad right yeah, yeah. so uh, and for those of you playing along at home uh, who wanted uh, who might have uh, been interested in one of the more scary powers that we saw last time um the uh uh simon who could force vampires to bleed um stigmata yeah that was uh the uh the stigmata rage mm. um which which can force people to uh bleed and then also control blood um to some extent uh yeah like there's he- a whole thing in this game about force like bringing ghosts back up and just forcing them to do things and like just crazy shit like that it's like it you can spend the entire game just playing around with ghosts like you don't have that to deal cool. with anything and it's there's like scooby-doo sin eaters whose whole purpose is to go around and like resolve ghosts anchors so that they go that they move on then there's exploitive sin eaters who are just using ghosts to be like where'd you bury the money asshole 
Um, you know, and then there are sin eaters like the group we played tonight who have made a um, pact, probably with a supernatural entity, uh, you know, like a like a like a death lord or or something, or or a, or a cerebus, um, and they've made this pact for extra bonus power in exchange for the 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 ideology of their uh, crew, which in this case is you know, defend the sacred land, you know, the sacred burial ground. Um, So, I mean, and that's really why there's going to be room here for potentially peace Mm -hmm. because the, the goal of these sin eaters isn't to kill vampires. It's to kill them when they trespass. So, you know, maybe that you can come to terms. Um, What did you think Tux? It was cool. Yeah, I was. I was. I, I like getting another exposure to like a different world of darkness thing, because uh, yeah, vampires is my first foray into it. Um, so seeing some different powers and different like types of supernatural stuff was pretty cool. Um, I do like yeah the the the, the wide variety of weird stuff you can do with it. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. It didn't get a chance to do all the stuff you can do with them, of course. But like, yeah, cool. Like a b- big difference from playing a vampire who's all worried about avoiding fire in the sun and you just want to like hang out with ghosts or whatever oh yeah, yeah like uh you can do a you can do a lot with sin eaters that uh yeah. you, you couldn't do with other supernaturals they they kind of have like effectively plot armor which, which makes them super fun to play but at the same time so uh I think the the big the big successful thing that I think we all agreed that we really liked uh, that I'm really proud worked was the uh, neither supernatural knows what the hell's going on with the other supernatural. Oh, that was like, great! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, vampires laying eggs and wizards. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, just the, the fact that they found that funny about the other one, like, ha, wizards. That's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! You can cut off their heads? That's yeah, crazy. Maybe if we kill the head one, whoa, the they'll all die. Fall. They'll yeah, all that, just die. <laughs> that was the that was the follow up. That was hilarious. Yeah, that ought to do it. <laughs> just kill Papa Vampire. Papa right. Vampire. Where's Dracula at? Let's get him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, Dracula is an uh, is a Zemisi. He's actually, of course, he is. That makes the most but sense. He's an old, uh, he's an old clan Zemisi, and old clan Zemisi don't have flesh crafting. Suck it, Dracula. Z- yeah. Flesh crafting was a art that they developed, and it sort of like corrupted them and changed them. Old Dracula is an old Zemisi, which is much more <laughs> like a, yeah, it's much more. He's it's much more like Count Dracula with the uh, mind control. Like they had, uh, uh, fuck, what's it even called? They have the, um, domination. Yeah, they have, do- like, Dracula has dominate, uh, not vicissitude. Dominate's pretty fucking strong, though. Anyways, uh, let's do some shout outs. Uh, Tuesday, let's start with you. Would've... Dudes, thanks so much for, for joining us. This was a really cool episode. Um, I got to learn something about, uh, another portion of this system that i'm now super intrigued about so um we should talk about if you guys want to do a campaign uh my involvement um yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks thanks so much for watching guys um next week we will be back to 
the regular um, vampires. So definitely tune in because uh, there's going to be a little bit of fallout in all likelihood for what Amethyst has done here. Um, and we're probably in trouble as usual, but, but we're always in trouble. Uh, if you want to find me in other places, you can do that at forward slash Tuesday Gray, Twitch and Twitter. And for I'll once, you guys are not going to be in trouble at all. I don't know. Yes. I mean, Maria has a fucking another goblin on her shoulder. So like, you know, uh, but it, <laughs> she has so many policemen around her now. You know, I'm embracing the not in trouble thing. I'm liking it. <laughs> uh, Tux, let's talk to you, mate. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us in our uh, special one shot. Um, what are we back are... next week with some uh, nice vampire stuffs? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with all that. Uh, 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 um, yeah, I just, I, I, I hope we can get it all. I both I and Maria hope we can settle everything and everything's going to be okay. But uh, I I know that everything's not going to be okay, so I'm going to have to live with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, I'm Chuck Shadamus. Check out my stuff and check me out here. Thanks for hanging out. Nice. And last but not least, we have a storyteller, a master of multiple worlds, Doctor Wreckage. What up, sir? Hi everybody. I'm Doctor Wreckage. Thanks for joining me for this little thing. I. There was more meat here because originally I planned the side story um, in case Sputnik wasn't here. And then Dave also slept in and Sputnik wasn't here. I I showed up (laughs) at the right time. It was just the wrong game time. Okay. Right. Uh, Right. You show up at the right time if the right time is the wrong time. Um, But that's fine. What I'm saying is we really blew through this. I'm very pleased with how it turned out. Um, I like to think that it, the, this sort of little, uh, uh, side path, um, could have, could have been better, but also, you know, not through any fault of, uh, I, 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 I like to critically analyze the weird experiments that I do with GMing. So I'm sort of sitting here being like, did it work? Why, you know, how, how, where was it shortcomings? And then, you know, I feel like the shortcomings mostly came out of the time crunch, but all things considered, I think we really knocked it out of the park and made a really great show for two hours and, uh, and, you know, saw an interesting thing that we couldn't have seen otherwise. Mm. Um, and I'm very excited to come back next week and see what happens. I really hope that, um, Sputnik, uh, has a house and power and stuff because I, I really don't have another thing lined up for LA at night. If, uh, (laughs) If that doesn't pan out, I'd, I, we can't also play the, uh, you know, werewolves who are not involved in the story in any way. <laughs> nice. Um, so, guys, <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed the story. Uh, if you haven't already done so, consider following the channel and feeling real saucy. Why not subscribe, get access to the cockpit, and all the best emotes on Twitch. Um uh, with that in mind, if you enjoyed the Synod aspect of tonight, make sure you go check out the Die Party Synod's playlist on YouTube. There is 25 episodes of just absolute fucking insanity. Um, well, yeah, 25 episodes with uh, vinaigrettes. Vin- vignettes? Vinaigrettes. <laughs> uh, vignettes. Um, Vinaigrette. <laughs> Vinaigrette. Um, there are some really good ones in there. Like, uh, I think wish you were here is probably one of the best pieces of, 
uh, role playing we've ever done in the entire history of uh, Die Party. Uh, also, I think if I remember correctly, uh, Jesus saves and takes half damage was also a pretty good episode. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, not only are they the best episodes we ever did, but when you literally Google Sin Eaters Die Party, shows up. Uh, yeah. It, they're the first two results are those episodes. So obviously also um, a, a very uh, wish you were here was so good. Wish it really was so good. And that was good. the second episode of the show. So it's, it's fucking nuts that we went that deep, but um, it's a, it's a little, a little more lighthearted than what the vampire, the masquerade is. So make sure you, uh, you know, it is a little more, uh, there's more side talk yeah. And that side talk is very adult and foul, as some people have commented. Yeah, like we generally, like whenever we play a game with Steve, that gen- generally turns out that way. <laughs> Steve a- and Frank, um, they're, they're very bad influences. <laughs> like they're great dudes, but, but like it was, it was, it was like putting two like comedians that rely on dick jokes in the same room. It's like you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Having said that, though, um, we'll be back next week with more Sinidus, uh, with more Vampire the Masquerade on Mondays <laughs> at the right time. Sorry, I'm getting so used to saying that. I, I guess I, I guess uh, Dave went over me on this one, and Vampire is canceled, and now we're playing the Sin Eaters. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. It goes L.A. at night, then Sin Eaters on the same day with the same crew. We just do two shows back to back. Oh, okay. <laughs> or what happens is in this time slot, every time you get beaten by a different supernatural, you we we, we just get them. them. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, but actually, tomorrow we have the very first episode of Die Party Abyss, which is a uh, uh, pulpy 1936 punching Nazis in the face role playing game with the Hollowworth Expedition rule set with the world of darkness dice uh that actually works really well so we're going to roll that up um we have doc Garth, uh sheep dog gaming uh graham complete and drummer boy um all in the uh uh gonna gonna jump into that bitch it's gonna be great um so if you want to if you want to see an indiana jones romp uh that's the show to check out uh we might see dead men's crest return this week maybe <laughs> Don't I mean, one of our players is currently not at his house in a shelter in northern Florida. But, yes, yeah, so don't get your hopes up. <laughs> which is itself, like, Irma is still heading towards that shelter that he's in. Um, yeah. All you need to do is get in a plane and move around the... the, the right, you just fly around the hurricane. It's yeah, so right. easy. Just do we're, we're gonna, yeah. we're, the whole We're going to rewrite um, Snowpiercer. Only instead of a train that outruns a blizzard, it's a plane that outruns a hurricane. Yeah. Good. Why has no one tried taking a plane and flying in the opposite direction that the hurricane is turning? Just yeah. cancel the hurricane. Right? You get enough planes spinning in the other yeah. direction. And yeah. so it goes away. actual, actual true story in Florida, uh, there were calls from obviously not very educated people to like, turn fans on but point them east so that the wind because the wind is blowing west so they're like if we all turn our fans on blowing east it'll lessen the damage of the hurricane it's also there's also that thing going on right now where people just shoot the hurricane with guns which is yeah there were people who were like now i like to think even those people were having a laugh like they're like oh we're shooting the hurricane with a gun i like to think that 
also it's florida yeah (laughs) also it's florida yeah so uh yeah and that and uh polyrhythm will definitely be back polyrhythm is set up setting up to be a fucking fantastic show so make sure you come back for that um uh, but also we have Spooptember going on all, all week. Uh, we're in the midst of uh, Alan Wake right now. Uh, best in-show TV show vote of the year, for real. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Night Springs. Night Springs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes there, the do, do you know there are, there are 52 of those <laughs> in the game? What? Yeah. They're like... If you just play the game, you'll run into like twelve, and there are like fifty something. Jeez, I need, uh, I need to watch them then, because the first one we saw was like, yeah, I've created a virtual, re- I've created a multiple world device that keeps the best world here always, and watch, I can shoot myself with this gun and I never die. And then a guy like trips over the cable and he's like, check it out, boom, <laughs> and blows his brain. Yeah, the, like they're not good they're like they're no, intentionally was excellent it was fucking they're, they're intentionally bad versions of twilight zone uh-huh. which is great like they're because because they only run for like two minutes tops oh, yeah, when you no. find these televisions so they really have to cram the story in there the gameplay is whatever <laughs> but, uh, but like, yeah so um that's going on and that's pretty much it guys uh thank thank you very much for watching this has been richard um uh, Sinita's out! Woo! <laughs> Woo!